Fingerprints of Love Activate. We are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums. We do readings, we teach, we mentor, and we love to laugh. Yeah, and you know what? We love to cry too because we're heartstring pulling leather truckers. Oh, ooh, warning. This is rated E for explicit. So if you don't like the word fuck, you should probably turn your ass around. Turn it around. Don't look back, run. But if you're sticking around, it's time for another episode of I'm a Medium. Ask me how. Hi, Dana Willie. Hey, Matthew Tao. Are you ready for another episode of I'm a Medium? Ask me how. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. And it's just the two of us again, because you know what, guests, they don't want them to get so used to it. I'm tired of this. I know. I want them to love us as much as I love them. <laughs> you know, I love doing this podcast so much. Mm-hmm. It's, me too. It's one of my most favorite things. And I, I mm-hmm. wondered, like, is it going to get old? And maybe one day it will. Maybe one day, like, we'll be like, mm, we don't want to do this anymore, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> I think, you know what I think? I think if this podcast ever ends, we'd probably have another podcast that would roll out and it would probably just still be about mediumship because that's all we talk about. It really is. It's all we talk about. But mm-hmm. but how cool is it? Like, let's take it. Let's take a moment and just mm-hmm. honor, like, how cool is it that we get to do what we love on so many different levels? Like, we've talked about it before that you and I are best friends. I think people know this by now. Like, and if you guys don't believe it, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, but it's really cool. Like I love you as a human being and I love you as a person and you are my best friend. And we talk about other things besides mediumship, but let's, let's just be honest about one thing. We talk mostly about mediumship. Yeah. And it's really, we're two crazy kids (laughs) going out into the world Talking about fried dead chicken, people. long watts on the beach, and dead people. I see what you did there. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Um, I I just love that. You know how they always say, like, do what you love and love what you do, and it won't feel like work? Like, mm-hmm. I always thought that was the hokiest bullshit ever. I was like, yeah, says the person that's been set up for success their entire life. Yeah, of course, you know. But the, it really does feel like a blessing to be able to, like, get to do this work. And it just feels so, like, alive. It feels alive. And that I'm fostering this beautiful um, thing with you. And that we built this community. And that I'm just like, I am so lucky like i literally pray every night that this can continue and that uh and just give thanks to like the time that i put in to make this happen and the time that you put in and the sacrifices that we give um to be able to do this and it's just this is like authentically the happiest point of my life ever ever Mm -hmm. ever it's been this past year has been the best Mm -hmm. year of my life what about for you no. <laughs> I'm not I'm not enough for you. It's my hips, isn't no. it? <laughs> no. No, it really has been. It has been for me as well. And I think um I it again, you know, like 
when, when, you know, I, not to repeat myself, but we are best friends in other areas of our lives. Like we, we definitely get each other on other levels, but to have somebody that like truly shares your passion the same way that you do. And like, that you can talk about like the thing that like you love more than anything has been like so amazing. And to like build this podcast with you and to build the business with you and to teach together. Like, I don't think you all know, like how much Matt and I enjoy teaching. Like it, I cannot tell you how many times like he and I will get off teaching a class or running a circle where we like literally are like giddy little children. Like that was so cool. Oh my God. Because like not only does mediumship and like discovering it for ourselves light us up, but like watching you all like light up inside and like have the light bulb moment go off for you and being part of that on some small level that like that brings us such joy. And so being able to step into this fully on a level where I haven't been able to do that before, but being able to do that with you has like brought me such amazing fulfillment. And yes, yes, it has been one of the best years of my life. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I, I want to repeat what you said. I mean, we usually keep everything that are in development circles confidential, but even when it hasn't gone so well, right. So, um, just kind of talking about like uh, specifically our advanced circle, right? We we thought it would go one way, but we kind of surrendered to it being another way. And like as it's unfolded and just getting to do the cool shit we get to do in that advanced circle has been really cool. And it hasn't been like this huge class, like because uh, we're so used to our Tuesday daytime circle where a lot of people show up that it's been really more intimate on, on Friday nights and being able to work one-on-one uh, with a smaller group of people and really kind of watching their light bulbs go off. And then by the end of the class, it looks like a goddamn Christmas tree on how many lights have gone off. It's been cool. It has been really cool. And also what's been amazing is I think that we don't realize, or I don't realize, I can't speak for you, of how much we affect people. Yeah. That that's, has been, that's been the weird a part. really cool thing. Mm-hmm. That's been uh, weird. It, it's been weird. It's been adding its ups and downs, and I wouldn't take any of it back. But just how much we get to change people's lives, even if it's for an hour on this podcast, or you go sit in one of our lives and we give you our experience and you just walk out feeling normal, mm-hmm. or like that is some cool ass shit, Willie. And it's been really, really awesome. Um, I know that you you spent a lot of your time before TikTok and you've been reading for the general public in a metaphysical store and getting this like boot camp situation going on with you where you got to um, read consistently where I I came out of like during COVID. Like I didn't get a chance. To, I think I read one day at a metaphysical store at the beginning of the height of COVID and. Uh, and then I was thrown into TikTok land and it was a reverse situation. But like, I didn't never had that ability like you did. And I'm grateful for my experience, but it's been a wild fucking ride. And you don't realize 
as a person and a public, I call myself a public figure now because I'm like, I'm in the public and I'm doing this work. I'm going to say I'm famous. I was like, I'm a public figure, but to become a fixture in someone's life and then end up being something that changes somebody's life. It's been, it's been cool. It's been a dope. I love that about the yeah. work that we get to do. It's, it's, it's weird. It's bra- I, I just keep on saying now. it's weird, but you know, the thing that I would say to all of that is that was sim- certainly never the intention of why I stepped into mm-hmm. any of this. And, and I, and I would say to all of you that are listening to this, like you all have that ability as well. And I think Mm -hmm. that, um, just going back and and reiterating, like, that's never why I, I, I started any of this, but I think that when we begin to step forward in our development and, and we've said it a thousand times, mediumship development is truly equal parts, mediumship development and personal development, if not more personal development, I'm just going to say it. I think, I think mediumship development has more to do with your personal development than anything. Oh, hundred percent. I, I, I think the more that we work on ourselves and the more that we are authentically showing up and being exactly who we are, the more our light shines and the more that, you know, we, we happen to have, you know, we have this podcast, we're on TikTok or we we're (coughs) more, we're on these public platforms, but I don't think we understand. And I'm talking to all of you listening, how you guys all change the people's lives around you. So, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's smiling at somebody at the grocery store or calling a friend or texting somebody that you haven't heard, you know, that you haven't talked to in a while, I don't think we understand the gravity that we play in other people's lives and how important human interaction and caring for one another truly moves the needle in other people's lives. And so in, I I know I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I really feel like that's where getting in line with our body, mind, and soul, and that spiritual development piece and that personal development piece makes your light shine brighter. And it makes you able to, because we're pulled to this for a reason, right? We want to be healers, whatever that is for you it makes your light shine brighter and it makes you just, even by your presence being in the room, it helps people. And it's not because you intend to, it's just you being there and showing up um, changes things. That was one of the aha moments for me um, with spirit was I felt like I kept on having to do things like, my whether it was my psychic stuff or my mediumship when I was doing a reading or whatever, I kept on feeling like I had to do, do, do. And, or even in a meditation, like I felt like I had to do something. And my guides came to me and they said, just show up, Dana. We just need you to show up. We don't need you to have an agenda or anything to do. We just need you to show up. And I, I want to just tell all of you, just by you showing up in the world and just by you being here, you make a difference. And I'm sorry, I'm going on a freaking tangent, but I am somebody who just almost left this earth by choice um, about five years ago. I, I uh, and uh, 
And I, and I know that there's a lot of our listeners that um, face that in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're facing that in your life right now. The world needs you. And you make a difference just by you being you, authentically you, and showing up. So yeah. you may think like you have to have some big platform or you have to like mm-hmm. be able to have this big reach. You don't. You being in the world is important and you make a difference more than you think that you do. You ripple effect. You ripple effect everyone around you, right? How many times have like, and, and we're, we're, we're going to link it to empath, right? How many times have you walked into a room and like a teacher, a boss, or a, a, a superior figure to you is in a bad mood and how much that sets off everybody else, right? Um, but being the light and being the change that you want to see in the world and like how much you can make a difference is just minute, right? And so I think it's it's unusual being on the spectrum of having a platform and responsibility to show up authentically yourself. And I always, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent as well. Okay. So have fun editing this, Logan. <laughs> that I, I kind of live my life now since my development by guidelines of how is this going to put positive positivity out in the world, right? How can I affect other people and be the change I want to see? How can I be more empathetic or understand I am in emotions and that emotions are okay? I think uh, before my mediumship development, I would suppress a lot of shit because I didn't want to deal with it or um, not understand that everything happens for a reason and a lesson that I don't need to see right now. I don't need to see the shit right now, right? Um, and it's been a wild ride on TikTok of having to discover that, but not only that, with the relationship with myself and the relationship with the spirit world of being like, things happen for a reason. So I know that you had just mentioned your, your um, five years ago, I, I, I don't even feel comfortable saying it. It's, 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 it's not my story to, to talk about, but I can relate it back to my dad, where my dad had taken his own life 12 years ago. And losing him, I kicked off my mediumship. I'm, I'm going to highlight that first. But losing him, I had a lot of questions. Like, why didn't I see this? He lived in North Carolina. I lived in Massachusetts. I wasn't there enough. If I was there enough, could I have stopped it? Why wasn't I enough for him to stay here? All this stuff, right? And it's it's sitting with me. So when she's saying, hey, you're here and you're important, you are. But now that I understand, and I'm not saying that people should do this, please, if you you are seeking help, please, 988, uh, please reach out to 988, call somebody. But my dad was a type of person that would teach, and he's a teacher, and I kind of got that from him as well. If there was anything that you needed to know, he would teach you. And if he didn't, he would direct you to exactly where he was, uh, where you needed to go. But he would show you how to change a tire or oil, like the general dad stuff. But his heart and how much his heart would go for anybody. Like if he saw, I remember one time we were driving down the street and we were on a backwards, I think it might've been North Carolina and a car had flipped over in the ditch 
and any normal person would have rubbernecked and kept driving. He was the type of guy that stopped and helped pull them out of it. Like that was him and in and, and, and the way that he led his life. But there was something about his mental makeup that just at that time was probably not okay, right? But the legacy that he leaves on and how we can honor him or I, how I, I honor him, not we, is that I just need to be that person that stops and pulls somebody out when I see it or teach other people things. And so he gets to live on through my mediumship. But not only that, I'm very blessed knowing that this happened in 2012 and I've done a lot of self-work around this, that he gets to now teach and work with my students and his story gets to live on through their experiences of development, of handling some a passing like that, right? Or uh, get to getting to feel like that. So he gets to be a part of other people's story in a way that's unique as a medium and as a mentor that he gets to truly live on. Um, and I forgot where I get this, but I, that's the part I get to love about understanding the bigger lesson. Thank you. Oh of understanding that there the things happen and not in the moment when we're wrapped up in pain of losing somebody, but maybe down the road, you'll see the lesson and you don't need to know the why right now because you're allowed to hurt and you're allowed to grieve and you're allowed to have those questions. But mediumship taught me that if you step back and you just go through the moment that you need to go through, the silver lining will come out and the lesson will be revealed at the end of the day, and that everything does happen for a reason that the spirit knows exactly what needs to be done. Because maybe that, and this is just a question for myself, maybe that was his purpose. Maybe that was a purpose in his loss, was to later down the road continue teaching people. Right. So I don't know. I'm just a medium, and I'm only going by with what the spirit world's experiencing, but. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, in, in regards to that self-development piece, because I've learned so much about myself, the spirit world has uh -huh. taught me so much. And I think that that's kind of where you were, you were going with this. And it's, it's helped me really reprioritize like what's important mm -hmm. and what's not. Yes. It's always interesting. It's funny because you and I work really hard, but I think it's because we're so passionate about what we do. Um, mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel like work a lot because we love it so much. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, very rarely will a loved one in spirit come through and talk about what they did in life unless they really loved what they did. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's one of those things like, um, they, they don't talk about the things like their job unless they loved it because, it wasn't important. It didn't define them. Right. And we didn't, we, we think about these human pursuits and these things that we put so much emphasis and stress on, but it's like, does it bring us joy? And I understand we all have to pay bills and we have things that we have to do, but it's always interesting to me what our spirit loved ones bring forward in readings, because it's what was important to them, what moved the needle in their life. And Matt and I will often talk about that, you know, spirit is very intelligent and they know that they only have this like finite space to bring through information. And what they often bring through are the things they love the most, the, the people that meant the most to them. And they bring up memories 
And you know what's mm-hmm. funny too? They bring up food. They bring up food all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, so it's the people that make you feel the best. It's those cherished memories and it's food. And so to me, what that translates into that, that has made me focus more on experiences, not things. Cause they also don't like, they, they, they sometimes will honor like so-and-so got the watch or so-and-so got this, or I see that so-and-so is, has Mm -hmm. this thing, but it's not important to them. Like they don't have attachment to it, but they'll, they'll mention it right? Sometimes it's pieces of evidence, but there's no attachment to it of like, oh, I'm really pissed that so-and-so got the da-da-da-da. They'll they'll honor sometimes if there was like an argument or something, but they'll be like, a lot of times if people are still arguing about it, they'll actually come through with the message of like, would you stop? That's stupid, right? Mm -hmm. It's, It's a thing. It doesn't matter. What that's taught me is like, focus on the experiences on the people in your life eat the damn food that makes you happy you know like we're here for a very short amount of time and that's the other thing the spirit world's taught me is like life is actually very short we're get out of my head willie get the fuck out of my head (laughs) life is life we we think uh that we're here for a really long time but the truth nope. is like tomorrow's not guaranteed. And so don't live with regret, right? Am I taking every word out of your mouth? You fucking verbatim. <laughs> and this is why I love our job. <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> Get out of my head. Get out of my head. But it's true. It's true. It's true. Like you could pass tomorrow. You could pass tomorrow. Think about, and this is, uh, you know what I see a lot of what ge- the general public and society does is they, they're too afraid to be themselves. Mm-hmm. They are so afraid to be themselves and be happy. Because when we're authentically ourselves in this world, we are authentically happy. Think about the the, the best time in your life. And this is for the listeners where you were authentically who you were and it is not at it's not hurting anybody okay so we're not going to acknowledge that but just unapologetically being yourself and how much you are comfortable in your skin and if you haven't experienced that what can you do to start doing that mm-hmm. right so i live my life unapologetically who i am with no regard for other people's comfort level because i'm not living my life for somebody else because if i go tomorrow i don't want to spend a minute a minute living on somebody else's terms because we only have and i know you'll as as, if you're younger and you're listening to this you're like oh my god i have my whole life ahead of me do you though do you though? Because as you get older and as the decades start to creep up, you realize that you don't really have a lot of time. And I look at a lot of the um, senior folks and I'm like, I'm going to be there shortly. Don't you worry. I'm mm-hmm. going to be right where you are. Those wrinkles, you know, 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, they snap by like this. And we don't think that it does. I feel like t- 2002 was yesterday and I just graduated. Mm-hmm. I'm almost 40, Dana. I know, like, 
it's crazy on how much time goes on. But how much time did I waste living on somebody else's terms? Yeah. I thought you were going to drop my age and I was about to kill No, you. God, no. You're going to be 39 too. Um, but either way, either way you look at it, Dana, right? Spirit world ultimately all the time comes in and says, what the fuck are you worried for? Mm-hmm. Why are you worried about tomorrow? Why are you worried today. about tomorrow? Be happy. Also, love. Love comes up a lot as well of being like, love as many people as you can. Open your heart. Bring down your guard. And everyone's like, I don't want to get hurt. Being hurt is part of love. Because if you don't love, it means nothing if you don't feel a little bit of hurt. So it's okay if you're going through a breakup. It's okay to go through a breakup. The fact that you took the risk and opened your heart and you learned is what it's about. That's part of the life experience that spirit's like, man, I really want to go back down and love as money. You know what I mean? Because they also come down and being like, it's okay if you have a spouse pass on and you move on. It does not usurp or or replace that person's love, but they're more like there's no cap on your heart. There's no 100% level where you can only love a person 100%. Right. And so they're always like, love, go love, go love. We'll be here over here. We'll meet the person over here. And it's not going to be judgmental or awkward because it's a sharing of energy and love. So they really want you to just go out. And I always tell my uh, followers on TikTok Live, go out and date as many people as you can and fall in love as many times as you can, because love is the best thing in this world. Mm-hmm. And when you and when you find the one, you found the one. Mm-hmm. But don't like, don't not put yourself out there because you're afraid that you have nothing to offer because you're not being your authentic self then. Because nobody in this world also is perfect. Nobody's perfect. What about me? Are you per- well, you're perfect. <laughs> <because who> you <laughs> I'm just are. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, but I think not, that but you have opportunity. You have opportunity. We all have opportunity. We're not, and we're not meant to be perfect. I, we've talked about it on this podcast, but I will say it again. This is earth school. We are meant to have as many experiences as possible. We are meant to learn. We're meant to learn. We're meant to make mistakes. And, and, you know, often um, Matt and I have talked about the life review and that's something that's been very cool that, um, you know, we've, we've learned from the spirit world because they've shown us this, but it's something universal that if you talk to mediums about it, they're like, oh yeah, we've, we know about the life review. It's something that we've all kind of universally experienced from the spirit world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we kind of get into that and we kind of think like, oh my God, we're going to go and we're going to get judged. And it's going to be like, oh no, you did this wrong and you did this wrong, but it's not like mm-hmm. that. And the way, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that, that has been impressed upon me about the life review is it's, they actually celebrate when you, when you fall down and get back up, they like, Mm -hmm. like the process of like, this happened to you, you fell down. How did you pick yourself back up? Like, it's not, they don't like, it's, they're not mad at you for falling down. They're like, what did you do with it when you fell down? Like, and Mm -hmm. it's not anybody judging you. You're actually like just reviewing your own life, but it's, it's that's the, the beautifulness of what the life review is. It's not about like you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. It's actually a celebration of like you were handed this, you did this with it. Right. And so I think like having grace and and kind of going into like what you were talking about, Matt, where like you're talking about 
loving because sometimes when we love, we get hurt. And so mm-hmm. we, we have to let, let those boundaries go so that we, we can love because sometimes we get hurt and we're going to make mistakes in relationships, but that's where the reward comes in, right? Sometimes we're going to fall, but sometimes we get up and succeed. Sometimes we're going to try something and we're going to scrape our knees, but sometimes you're going to, you're going to fly and you're going to do something amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also, uh, you, you, you really kind of sparked it. There is not only that, with experiencing how you fell down, but also experiencing how you affected other people. That's something that comes through as well. So it's it's also taught me, uh, mediumship, healthy relationships. And I owe a lot to you for this. I owe a lot to you to this. I owe a lot to Megan Elisa for this because she's my dear friend. And I owe a lot to Hannah and Cody and, and everybody. But it's Saying things with love, and sometimes love is being truthful, right? And not holding back for somebody else's comfort level, but really kind of working on relationships. Because when we go to another life review, we feel how other people's perspective of how we affect them. And it's not in a judgmental way, but it's of like, what fingerprint of love did you have? And and how did you affect somebody else? So I, I just want to feel all the love, all the love. Mm-hmm. But being honest and having honest conversations and not letting anything fester, um, but really kind of working through it. And and granted, me and Dina have never fought. Like we've never fought because we don't let it ever get there. If something that bothers me and Dina, because trust me, I'm a lot. <laughs> I'm a lot. And sometimes Dina just kind of says, hey, like this affected me. And I never look at it of being like, well, she's just, no, I'm looking at it being like, okay, well, I value our friendship enough. So let's, let me own some of that. Cause you wouldn't be feeling like that if I didn't do it. Right. And we work things out. And I think that has been a thumbprint for the staple of my life, but that wouldn't have happened without mediumship. Because normal people usually have a reaction and, and usually don't dig to make things work. It's usually a give up and run, right? Mm-hmm. But Or a defensiveness, you know. Or I defensiveness, think it's, it's, right? It's easy for us to get defensive and and mm-hmm. and like want to defend ourselves or because we, you know, that's mm-hmm. also, it's hard. It's hard when, and then we become critical of ourselves and, and all yeah. of that. Um, but open communication, you know, life is also too short not to have those, those hard conversations sometimes too. Right. Yeah. And the spirit world always comes through and says, say what you mean to me, what you say, say it, Mm -hmm. say what you need to say. Don't, don't live in regret of, I should have said this. Okay. Can we have a moment for that? Because I mean, I, I hope you all know this, but if you don't, you don't need a medium to talk to your loved ones. Like, no. you know, I think that's, that's the one thing that, you know, in a perfect world, everybody, we lose our loved one and we had a great relationship with them. And we said everything that we wanted to say to them and everything was peachy keen when they died and, and everything was fine. But let's be honest that not everybody gets to have that closure or that, no. you know, maybe there was a fight or maybe there you know, um, there was issues with that loved one because of actions that they did or actions that you did at their passing. And so, you know, either 
you know, for whatever reason, right? There's there's something unsaid or there's feelings that you have, like maybe you have anger or resentment or whatever. You don't need a medium to work through those. Like I Mm -hmm. want you to know that you can always say those things to your loved one. You can work through those things. You can write letters. You don't need a medium to talk about those things. But more than that, what I want to say is like, say it now. It's easier to have those conversations with people now (laughs) I mean, yes, you can say everything you want to your loved one. They're here, whatever. But I can't tell you how many people think they're crazy for having those conversations because they're like, hey, this is the way I feel. And then you want some back and forth conversation. You want some closure or you want them to be like, yes, I hear you and I understand you. Like, I understand why people feel like they've got to come talk to a medium for that, right? I get it. Mm -hmm. Those conversations are easier to have when you can pick up a phone when you can look at somebody eye to eye. Um, so, so t- say the things that you need to say now, understanding when you can, you know, there's also been situations in my life where I knew that that, that conversation wasn't going to happen in life. It just, it, we were yep. never going to see eye to eye and we were able actually able to, when they went into spirit, come to an understanding. So that that's acceptable too. But if there's things you want to say, say it while they're still around. <laughs> Have those conversations. Even if it's just telling somebody that you love them, like don't regret not telling somebody that you love them or how you feel about them. I want to piggyback off that for a second because I think you said something that really kind of sparked my interest of like, let's say, and I'm using this as a hypothetical situation, right? So let's say you didn't have the best parent and they were abusive and they weren't the really greatest person in life and were angry at them right i think there's an understanding and what i love about mediumship is this understanding that when we leave this planet we lose ego and we lose mental illness and we lose all the things that make us the need to survive right so the anger that we have for people is usually a survival tactic to get to the next moment to protect ourselves that goes away And the understanding and empathy fills that hole that the ego has left behind. And they understand where you are. They are, it's not that they forgive you or you forgive them. They understand because they have to feel how they've affected you. And they have to understand. So the pain and anger that you have is legit. And I never want anybody to be like, well, you need to get over that. They're dead. Feel what you feel. But trust me, they know and understand and accept how you feel and that they were a shitty person in life and that you have every right to feel the way that you feel. And And maybe that's at the time that, yeah, and you get to work through it Mm -hmm. if it takes you five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years to work through it at the pace that you need to work through it. Mm-hmm. you get to work through it at that pace. But I feel like there's a lot of times where we feel guilty for feeling like, how dare I be, how dare I be angry at the dead? You get, you get to be angry at the dead. You no, can be you angry. can be angry. And it's happened a couple of times where I've had readings where the person that they didn't want to hear from showed up. And I said, you know what? I want you, I'm not going to communicate from this person. I'm going to actually hold this person in spirit. I want you to say everything that you know that I have them. I want you to say everything that you want to say right now. I want you to let it out as if they're me. Mm -hmm. And say, say everything that you were supposed to say in life. 
And then if you don't want to say anything, that's cool, too. I'll shy them away. But now is your chance to you let them out. And it's a one sided conversation where they can't fight with you. So say everything you need to say to get them to try to leave it behind. And if I give them that choice to let them leave it in the room with me or they can continue on. And it's been a lot of healing experiences. So you don't need me. The only way that you need me is to know that they're in the room with me and I can bring forward evidence. But maybe that's I'm the, I'm not a medium at that point. I'll be your spiritual punching bag for a sec and you can say everything and you can treat me like that because I would rather you walk out knowing that you are a little lighter and brighter and you're not going to carry around something for 20 to 30 to 40 years because mm -hmm. trust me, that will eat you alive. It will eat you alive. And what are we going to going back full circle? You deserve, deserve. You have the right to be happy here. You have the right to be happy. Now, maybe the outcome like financially isn't good right now, but you have the right to be happy. And so don't let the person on the other side keep you back from being happy because at that point, the worst thing, and just know that this, I'm just going to, the worst thing has happened to them already. What is the worst thing in this world? De passing on, right? But it's mm -hmm. really not the worst thing. Mm -mm. But they're, they're, they're already gone. Nothing else can affect you from them. So take your power back. And I think that's a lot of what they want us to understand is if it's been a toxic relationship, reclaim your power back from them. All the power that you gave to them for a dominancy over your life, reclaim it, take it back because they are like, I want you to just live. And that is the most important part in this. This, this the whole lesson is live authentically, live in the moment, be grateful for what you have and enjoy that fucking enchilada girl. <laughs> it's going to say it's real good, but it's okay to be angry have, at them. I think I'm going to have Mexican food. Now I want, now I mm. want Mexican mm. food. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. We were talking about mediumship anyway. Um, so no, you touched on something that like was, is a big reason I like mediumship so much in, or even just doing readings. It's, it's to hold space. Like I really, yeah. um, I, I don't, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but I really, um, I really enjoy, I'm going to say enjoy being able to hold the space of a healing place for people and, and just being able to know that like change happens in that space, like some, a lightness happens in that space. Um, I've, I've said it before, but my, my mantra or my, my business mantra, ma mantra or motto is, um, to leave you in a better place than I got you. And, and to feel the change of like, when somebody walks into my reading space and how they leave and to, I enjoy the process of the transformation that happens in that space. Right. Whether that's a psychic reading or a mediumship reading, feeling the lightness that happens or the transformation that happens because of the connection, because of the validation that gets to happen. You know, we talk about that, you know, obviously mediumship is not a replacement for therapy or anything like that. But, you know, one of the things that people worry about or, or want to know is, is my loved one OK? Are they really there? And there's a lightness that, that happens when they get that validation that their loved one is really around them. And, and to be able to provide that is one of like the greatest 
feelings, even, even though we hold heavy emotion in that space, right? When, when we're holding the, the space for somebody to process those heavy feelings, whatever they are going on in their life, that's a heavy, it's a heavy space, but I enjoy being part of the transformation. Mm-hmm. I literally, that was beautiful. And I had a download while you were talking from spirit. And this Do you is want to a share it with the class. Yeah. So I just had a question pop into my head and it said, what is your fingerprint of love when you leave this world? Hmm. What fingerprint would you put for yourself knowing that you were here alive learning of love when you pass on that you'd want to leave for tomorrow. You know what mine is? Hmm. This, this podcast. Think about it. If I was no longer here tomorrow, you could go back and you'd have 30 plus episodes or 30 plus hours of what we loved the most to help other people and they have 30 plus episodes of our love for each other and mediumship and the legacy of my life would be complete. Mm -hmm. So that's my challenge to the listeners is what is it that you can do today that can leave a fingerprint of love of you, of who you were for your tomorrow. So it can be your children. It can be your job. It can be your dog. It can be whatever you want it to be. But it can what be your chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Yeah. It could be your chocolate chip cookies. It could be a recipe. It could be a letter to yourself. It can be an angry letter to a loved one because love is angry. Love is angry. I think we have to understand that love is not just hearts and butterflies it's sometimes pain and loss and all the human experience human experience is love whether it be ugly or beautiful right because the human experience is why we keep coming back over and over and over again so there's parts of us that we want on the other side to learn what different perspectives of it. And if everyone's happy all the time, it'd be fucking boring. Well, you wouldn't it appreciate would, you wouldn't appreciate would, the good, right? You wouldn't appreciate wouldn't the amazing. Learn. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't learn anything. And acceptance, I think that's also really hard too, is acceptance of things when they don't go south or when they do go south. We don't know the grander scheme of things, just like going back to my stepdad, that maybe this happened and it created uh, a a wave of love, right? So please go find your fingerprint. Go find your fingerprint today. I just want you to find your fingerprint. Dana, what's your fingerprint? What, What do you feel like your fingerprint is? Well, you stole the podcast idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think, um, I think I provide, do you want to answer for me? I I know yours, but I'm going to wait until you answer it and then I'll tell you mine, but I think yours is. 
I think that I am, I think I provide an authentic loving place for people. Like I just, I, 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 I am what you see. I see I'm authentically who I am and I just, Mm -hmm. you get what you get with me. And, um, I just authentically show up. That's a good one. I would say it's a lie. (laughs) Because oh. they haven't seen you, they haven't seen you cry in a Target. So. <laughs> I authentically no, cry in a Target. Yeah, uh, I would say. Can I'm I'm just going to answer for you as well. Your heart, your heart, your heart is your fingerprint because you you don't. And, and I know you keep your circle small. Like if you don't know Dana, she keeps her circle small. But the people that you do let in, you love unconditionally. You literally, your kids are so well adjusted as much as, you know, they're your kids and you probably think that they're a pain in the ass sometimes because kids are, uh, they're, they're really overall really great people and they are so well-rounded. Yeah. Logan. Okay. Toot your horn. But they really are. And they, they are thoughtful and they're caring and they are that your friends, your friends don't just go halfway. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that, but they would go only go halfway for you or they go full way for you. Your, your heart. And you know how you always say to me, well, your heart, your heart, you got this just as big a heart as I do. And, and, and I'm so lucky to get to feel that. And I would say your heart is your biggest fingerprint on this world. Cause you love what you do. You love the people around you. You are a big ball of a um, hundred thousand suns. <laughs> if I was if I was to do it. So I would disagree and agree with you. Your authenticity, but your heart is uh, your, I think your heart always that. This is me. I would say, Sorry. well, I will I'm I told you a long time ago, like I fell in love with your heart. There's mm-hmm. there's when when you are around Matt, you feel his heart. And unlike me, I they keep it with my my little my little circle. Matt's just a big old like I love you. I wear it and I love you. <laughs> he wears it on 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 his sleeve. He really does, and and you can feel it in the room when when you're around him. And Sassy Jake commented on that. By the way, I got to tell you about that. He was like, okay. "You your your heart, Dana's right. Your heart, your heart, your heart." He's like, mm-hmm. you just you try to see the best in people and you love them authentically, mm-hmm. even if you get hurt. Mm-hmm. He's like, you'll tell somebody you love them like three or four weeks in. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you just, your heart, it's your heart. Yep. You lead everything, everything you do, you lead it with your heart. And you're, you have immense passion for everything you put, everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to turn it on the listeners. Your fingerprint is supporting us and how much you believe in us and how much we show up for you. And we cannot thank you enough for all the patrons and listeners on Apple and listeners on Spotify and anywhere else that you can find a podcast and our YouTube channel. I'm a medium. Ask me how like that is your fingerprint because without you guys, we would not 
be doing this. We'd probably be doing it, but nobody would be listening. But just how (laughs) grateful we are to have each one of you show up in our lives. We recognize you guys. We we know your names, even if you don't think we do. We see you. We hear you. We value you. And even if you fell off our journey and you're listening to this podcast and you're sitting there being like, 100% a fingerprint because we wouldn't be here without you as well because we've learned through you. And so I hold, and I love you just as much as I would love a normal listener, if, if, if you're not a huge fan of Matt and Dana, of you're just part of our interconnected web and that is your fingerprint. So thank you so And if much. you feel so called, I would, I would love if you commented on our video, if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're not, if you didn't watch this on YouTube, like go to YouTube and and comment. I want to know what your fingerprint of love is. What do you bring yeah. to this world? Like let, let's have a moment where we just celebrate each other and what we bring. Yeah. Cause you, each and every one of you is so important to the fabric of what makes this earth so beautiful. And you make everybody shine brighter by you just being here. So we, we definitely yes. do thank you. Blow up our comment section. Me and Dana love reading your guys' comments. And it can be good or bad. We love reading them. So please go to the YouTube channel, like and subscribe, and leave your comment of what your fingerprint of love is. And with that being said, Dana Willie, I think we just rambled. So let's wrap this shit up to go. <laughs> you are a fingerprint of love on my heart and above. <laughs> Do you see that? Pre-justify, Willie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is that we love you all. You're in our heart. And Dana, take it away. You are the light of 100,000 fingerprints of love. We love you. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See ya. Of their 